Welcome to Homeschool Your Way, the upbeat, open-minded podcast that informs and affirms your choices about your kids' education. We'll provide a buffet of ideas to inspire you to homeschool your way, because your way is the best way. All of the content on the Homeschool Your Way podcast is provided for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical or legal advice. The views expressed by the hosts or guests of the show are not necessarily endorsed by Bookshop. Hey, welcome to another episode of Homeschool Your Way. We're your hosts. I'm Dee Dee. I'm Jimena. From Chips and Salsa Homeschooling. Happy to be with you today. Yeah, today we are going to talk about homeschooling through charter schools. But before we do that, we're going to talk about how we self-care our way through the week. We love to remind ourselves and our listeners to take care of ourselves. Yes, and this week, one of our listeners wrote in Stephanie Conklin, and we want to share her self-care tip. So Stephanie says, love the podcast, so much good information. For self-care, I wanted to share that I am teaching my kids about self-care too, We do a spa day together at home. I was never taught to take that time for myself. So we set up a spa day for my two girls and I to show them how important it is to take that time. It's fun and something we look forward to. We set up the whole thing, scrubs, face masks, robes, eye masks, relaxing music. It's fun, relaxing, and I'm teaching that self-care is important. That is so good, Stephanie. It really is. You know, I have three boys and a girl, and it's been hard to get her to do any self-care stuff because she doesn't want her brothers teasing her. Oh, I know. I enjoy self-caring with my daughter, too. So this is a great idea, a spa day. It really is. And Jimena, how are you taking care of yourselves these days? Well, I've actually been working on my back and my core because, I don't know, our listeners don't know, but I've had issues with my back for a few years now. I had back surgery a couple years ago, and, um, you know, it's just really been hard to not be injured constantly or to just, I I hate not being able to carry things and feeling like I'm, I don't know. I don't like it. So I've been really intentional about working on my core and my back before I do any strenuous workouts, and it's really been helping me. I'm so glad. I hate when your back goes out. (laughs) (laughs) And um, for me, I actually took a nap on Saturday. I knew I wasn't able to sleep in on Saturday or Sunday. So Saturday, I intentionally crawled back into bed after I got done with my morning activities, and I'm so glad I did. Naps are the best. They really are. That's what Saturdays are for, in my book, anyway. Right? If you have a self-care tip you'd like to share and be featured on the episode, please visit bookshark.com slash podcast. All right, so let's dive into our topic. So first off, what are charter schools? Well, charter schools are publicly funded schools that are governed by a group or organization under legislative contract with the state, district, or other entity. Charter schools are exempt from some state rules and regulations, which allow for flexibility and autonomy as long as they meet specific accountability standards. Yeah, we really wanted to do this episode because charter schools have been a lot in the media right now and school choice has been a really big topic Mm -hmm. and we feel like we want to support charter schools um, 
we've been using charter schools ourselves and know a lot of our friends that use charter schools. Well, and I think there's a lot of misconceptions around charter schools. So our point here is to just bring you some facts about them. And then in our second segment, we're going to talk about our own experience in homeschooling through a charter school. So stay tuned. So what other facts do you have for us, Didi? Well, it turns out 37% of charter schools are actually on the West Coast, and the majority of them are in cities rather than rural areas. So maybe if you're in a rural area, you don't even know what a charter school is. (laughs) (laughs) California actually has the largest number of students enrolled in a charter school. And we homeschool here in San Diego, California. I heard that Washington, D.C. has the largest percentage of children enrolled, but they have a smaller population than California. Right. Um, And unfortunately, it seems that every year... California has some legislation that is against charter schools. Yeah, every year we find ourselves signing some petition or something to keep our charter schools alive and running, which is, you know, hard for us parents that really are pro, um, you know, choice of education for our children. But alas, that's what it's all about. There has been an increase in charter schools and student enrollment in charter schools over the past several years. And I believe this is in response to parents wanting to have more choice. Charter schools also statistically have a high enrollment of at-risk, low-income families. And they've seen great success in helping these kids thrive educationally. And sometimes it's like where public schools have failed to do that, especially at, you know, in in lower income neighborhoods and that kind of thing. According to some stuff that we read, uh, charter schools have a more diverse um, demographic. So higher percentage of black and Hispanic students enrolled in these programs. In fact, I listened to this interview by Dr. Thomas Sowell, and he wrote a book called Charter Schools and Their Enemies. And it's, I think it just came out. This guy, he's a doctor, I guess a PhD, um, is 90 years old. He's an economist. Wow. And he has researched charter schools, especially ones in the East Coast, so like specifically New York. But he also mentions like charter schools in California and talks about the success that these charter schools are having with the low-income students that many of the same demographic the public schools are saying, we can't teach these kids. We can't get them to learn. They, you know, they don't have support at home. And the charter schools are seeing these same students thrive. So he mentions a lot of that in his book. The interview was really fascinating. Again, his name is Dr. Thomas Sewell. That's really interesting. And I think it's important to take that into account when you know, sometimes we read articles or, you know, we'll hear things on the news that there's no real proof that ch- children or students enrolled in charter schools do better than students in public school. But we have to look at the demographics and the difference, right? Like if these same students were to be enrolled in their assigned public school in their low income neighborhood, would they be scoring the same you know, coming up with the same grades. Right. Well, and he talks a lot about how there's high standard for discipline in a lot of these charter schools where they're wearing uniforms, they're required to 
um, do you know a certain amount of homework. And I heard about one charter school in New York where the students are getting up at like four o'clock in the morning. Wow. They are hitting the books like it's a private school. You know what I'm saying? And these are kids from low-income families saying education is important and we're going to do everything it takes to get this education. And the students are answering the call. They are rising up to the opportunity that they're given in these charter schools. That's amazing. So it's basically closing that gap that we see sometimes among, you know, different ethnic and racial groups, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome because... Really, that's why choice is everything, because a lot of people don't have the choice or the opportunity to send their kids to private school. I know I can't afford that. So the next best thing for my children who learn differently is sending them to a charter school. Or homeschooling. Right, exactly. Another thing that he mentions in the interview is that because charter schools are parent choice, it's much more competitive, and now their pa- the parents are the consumer. Mm. So they have to please the consumer like any other business. Whereas your public school, you don't have that pressure. The pressure of the actual consumers saying, no, we don't like this. Or, you know, we have a voice as parents, but that only goes so far with right. the public school system because you're mandated to go to the school that's in your neighborhood. Yeah. Well, and research shows that parents are more satisfied with choice schools as far as teachers and academics and discipline is concerned. And that's right there, what you were talking about. I mean, that's why. Because they are the consumer, therefore, they're going to be more satisfied with what they see. And they're going to research before they enroll, right? So charter schools... Uh, typically enroll based on a lottery. So these parents want, these kids want to go to this school. They're putting effort into the research. They're putting effort into getting into the school. So there's a lot more riding on it. Yeah. Charter schools also have different focuses and approaches toward education, right? Which is what makes them so different. They have that freedom to approach education on a different, in a different way. So here in San Diego, we know of different charter schools that exclusively run homeschool programs. There are some that have both on-site and homeschool programs, and some with a mix of both. And there are there's quite a bit of large charter schools here in San Diego, and they focus on college prep, some focus on technology, language immersion, and project-based learning. But I love it because they're all known for their innovative and creative approach to education. And so that makes not only the teachers passionate, right? They're not only teaching to achieve certain scores in the state testing, which, you know, it's still important for these schools because they're still state funded, but um, they are able to apply their own creativity into how they bring this education about. Yeah. So you're almost getting the benefits of a private school, but state funded, uh, which is amazing. So in the next segment, we want to talk about our experience with homeschooling through a charter. But first, let's take a break. You chose to homeschool so you can have the family life you imagine, full of good books, interesting discussions, laughter, and inside jokes. 
you want a flexible lifestyle that lets you sleep to a reasonable hour, sneak in some me time, and still have energy to get the kids to their clubs, rehearsals, and co-ops. Book Shark's four-day literature-rich curriculum allows for this lifestyle while giving your kids a top-notch education so they can accomplish their dreams. Use it as scheduled in the 36-week instructor's guide or do your own thing and skip around enjoying the books and hands-on science activities whenever and however you like. If you are a parent always on the hunt for a rich variety of learning resources for your voracious learner, Bookshark is a curriculum to know about. Head to bookshark.com to browse curriculum, download samples, or request a catalog. Now, let's get back to the show. Today, we're talking about homeschooling through a charter. And in this segment, we want to share our experiences homeschooling through a charter school here in San Diego, California. But first, we want to talk about what we're reading. So, Dee Dee, what are you reading currently? I just got through reading Educated. It's a personal memoir written by Tara Westover. And oh my gosh, at the end, I totally got emotional. Um, I mean, reading people's life stories is, I probably wouldn't have done it if my friend hadn't been reading it with me. Now I'm all tied up in her life. I know. <laughs> it does really raise a lot of empathy and compassion, though, which is why I think there is a great benefit to reading memoirs of people, you know, in hard situations, especially for our kids. I think that's how you stir that empathy and compassion toward others. Yeah, I can see that. And it's called Educated. And she talks about her non-traditional education being kind of homeschooled, but her parents weren't like serious about homeschooling. And she basically went straight from unschooled or not schooled, because I know unschoolers homeschool. Yeah. She basically went from no formal education to college. Wow. Amazing. And she became a PhD. So Mm. she's a pretty incredible woman. Wow. That is fascinating. Well, I am starting to read. I haven't read it yet, but we're going to start tomorrow. Um, It's called Juba by Walter Dean Myers. And it's about the history and the origin of tap dancing, which, you know, has its roots in slavery. So it's going to be a hard read. I already know I'm going to ball my eyes out probably. And (laughs) um, but it's going to be it's going to open up some great conversation starters with our kids because we are reading it with our kids. Awesome. So we'd love to hear about what you're currently reading, whether it's with your family, with your kids, or for yourself. Send us what you're reading at bookshark.com slash podcast. That's bookshark.com slash podcast. So let's get back to our topic. Today we're talking about homeschooling through a charter, and we've been homeschooling through a charter since we started homeschooling. So I started homeschooling my son in 2010. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh, Time is it flies. 2010? Oh, so, so long. And I've been with my current uh, charter school since 2011, and that's Springs Charter School here in San Diego. Just a little shout out to them. Oh, yeah, we love them. Well, I also uh, homeschool through the same charter because Dee Dee recommended it. And honestly, when you start homeschooling, you're just like, I, I-, I don't have, it's overwhelming, like the amount of 
homeschooling options that you have, especially here in California. So I was like, I don't have time to research every single one of them. I'm getting overwhelmed. I'm just going to enroll in your school, Didi. And you know what? It's awesome. So I've been homeschooling with Spring Starter School since 2014, after I took my kids out of their Spanish immersion school. So I have loved using a charter school because of the support and also the accountability. Mm. Um, so in any homeschool program, they'll usually assign you a teacher, which is maybe an educational specialist or coach. They might call them different things, but it's a certified teacher who walks with you through the journey, helping you set up your educational plan, checking in with you on a regular basis. And they're also going to check and make sure that your student is kind of tracking with their grade level and help you answer any questions. But this might be a con to some people. Right. But I think it's important to let our listeners know, especially if they don't know anything about charter schools, that this is something that is provided for you. Because I think a lot of times we're like, oh, well, here you go. You're homeschooling. You're the teacher. Bye. You know, good luck. But really, having this educational specialist walk with you, I think is a pro in the sense that you can always bounce off anything, any fears that you may have, or like you said, just you know that your kids are gonna be okay because you have somebody walking alongside of you. But yeah, you're right. I think some people that don't like to be told what to do, or it's just a personality thing. Some people wanna be free and creative in their own journey. And so they don't want an educational specialist checking in with them monthly and that kind of thing. Well, I've been really pleased with my educational specialist because I really, I went into homeschooling with a plan. I had read a couple of books about homeschooling. I had talked to several moms. So I really had an idea of what I wanted and how I wanted to set things up. So she gave me flexibility. She really has been very hands-off as far as telling me what to do or suggestions. She's always there to answer questions, but I've really had the flexibility. I think that's the key, though. I think you just hit the nail on the head because if you come in very, like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't have a plan. I don't have a vision for homeschooling. Well, then, of course, they're going to step in more and tell you, you know, give you more direction. But if they see that you're confident and you have a plan and they see that you, you know, you've worked it all out, then they're just going to be there as support. And obviously it just depends on the person as well and the educational specialist that you get. But I still think that it really, a lot falls on our shoulders and how we approach it. Oh, yeah. Um, But there can be other cons. So we did want to list a few cons for those of you who are maybe thinking about charter schools and how that might look for your family. So, you know, number one, many homeschoolers don't want to be told what to do. So this could be a con for you. Right. Yeah. Especially if you're unschooling or you have a very kind of out of the box approach for education. Well, you know, it's going to be a little hard for you to adhere to maybe some of these standards. And it really depends on the charter school as well, because there are some charter schools that have homeschool programs, but they have like a designated program and curriculum that you have to follow. So you would be doing their assignments versus doing what you want to do. Sometimes there's a personality conflict, right, with the personnel, and that could be a real downer. Yeah, like if you don't get along with your educational specialist. That's going to be a hard road, I think. 
you know, you could always request a transfer or to be assigned to somebody different. But I think the chemistry that you have with this person that's actually walking alongside of you in this journey is super important. I know that I absolutely love my educational specialist um, and I feel like she is a part of my village and my community. And I really love that she is so for my kids and so for us and our success. So for me, you know, that's been a plus. So another con can be just having to deal with the state testing and standards. And honestly, I this is this was a con for me. Because I remember just not really weighing state testing too much when I had my kids in school. But all of a sudden, when I'm homeschooling, it's kind of on me, right? And so I don't like that pressure. Because I don't, in my opinion, I don't feel like state tests really say anything about the way my children learn. And so it's kind of just this constant annoying bug around, you know, my life that I just wish would go away. But in this case, um, you can opt out. Well, even if you opt out, they have other assessments they're going to want you to do, and they're going to want to just keep tabs of the assessments and where your student is. And, you know, sometimes I know my son rushed through the assessment, and now I have to basically answer to why he didn't do so great. Right. But I think that's also where our relationship with our ES, our educational specialist, comes in because they've been working with you from the beginning. So they know your children and they know that they rush through it. You know what I mean? And so they can advocate for you, which I think that's what is important because I had the same experience and, you know, she was like, you know what? He rushed through it. Have him do this and then we'll be fine. So it's nice to have that. Another thing is, this is public school money. So because it's public funded, you won't be able to utilize faith-based curriculum. Right, which can be a con for a lot of families because there are a large amount of religious families that are homeschooling because of this. They want to use their faith-based curriculum. Well, and another thing is, so... Just right there, you have less choices with the curriculum that you're going to use because the school is going to have a certain vendor list or a certain um, curriculum that they require. So, you know, you really have to weigh it all out. Yeah, and less choice is never a good thing for families. You know, they, if anything, you want to homeschool because you want more choices. Right. I can see how that's a big con. Another con is, you know, especially when you're in high school, and I've seen, I'm seeing this and living this myself right now, is that there's a lot more standards and regulations. Um, and so some of those freedoms that we had in the lower grades are just lost because all of a sudden they have to, you know, take certain classes and it has to be graded by a certain teacher and there's all these mastery assignments. So this is not the same in every charter school, but I do know that it's much harder to find a good homeschool program through charters for high schoolers. Yeah, I've I've heard from other families too that this has been a challenge where they had such great experiences for elementary and middle school and then high school they just have not been as happy. But on the other hand, there's a lot of pros to utilizing your publicly funded charter school. And I think the number one 
pro is that you get money. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know how this works. So we usually get a fund, right, that has X amount of money. It it varies per charter school for sure, but it's a good amount to cover expensive curriculum and different activities. I know our school, I love that they have they give us money for not only curriculum and extracurricular activities, but also now they give us money and credits for learning center classes, field trips, and I love, I just got a whole bunch of books for my own personal growth. So I love that they cover that too. And school supplies. So I buy my pencils and paper and stapler and whiteboard with the school funds as well. So this has been a great um, perk for us because, uh, like you said, you know, we're on a budget. (laughs) We live in California. So to have this uh, support financially has been a great blessing. Yeah. In addition, the school keeps all the educational records for us. So, um, you know, in lower grades, it's not as critical. But as you get into high school, you need to worry about keeping a transcript and making sure that everything's in order. And they provide that. Yeah. And this is big, especially in high school, because it's hard to keep track of that. And it's really nice to have somebody doing all your record keeping for you. Which is going to make things easier if you ever want to transition back to traditional school. You know that your records are all in order and intact and transfers a lot easier. Yeah. We already mentioned some of this, but another pro is that our charter schools um, organize field trips and really cool ones, too, that you may not think of or that maybe you can't afford on your own, you know? Right. But because it's already kind of negotiated from a charter school level, we have that privilege. And so it's really nice. We've even gone to Disneyland for some culinary experiences and entrepreneur experiences. And so I think it's been awesome to have those field trips set up for you. There's also some really great enrichment classes, not only for our students, but for for us. We did the, the uh, parent certificate program last year. Yeah, our charter is really phenomenal. They invest in the parents so that we can be better at homeschooling. Yeah, and not only do they give classes, but we get a yearly conference with really great speakers. This year we had Susan Weisbauer as our keynote speaker. Which is amazing. Yeah, we were super inspired by that. Another thing is the school is a community for you. I know a lot of the educational specialists get all their families together and families hit it off. Yeah, that is a big pro, especially if you're extroverts like us. You know, community is really important for us. Another pro is to have that support for our journey, right? Again, we said that the educational specialist can be um, a con for some people, but honestly, to have somebody walk alongside of you and share their knowledge is really important. Yes, they're there to answer your questions and they're there to help see your students succeed. And you know, for us, it has been a real blessing. And finally, flexibility. Even though we are enrolled in a public charter school, 
we are the homeschool parents. And so we are able to homeschool. We're able to give our children that rich educational experience that we desire for them to have, um, but still have that the benefits of the support. Absolutely. And you know what? If you are interested in homeschooling through a charter, do some research. Like we said, not all charters have the same program, same funds, same system, but there are is one out there for you that will suit your homeschooling style, give you the freedom that you want, and suit your family's needs. So we definitely encourage you to do a little bit more research on this. And who knows, it might be the perfect fit for you. Well, that's it for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you know anyone considering homeschooling or through a charter school, please share this episode with them. Yeah, well, we love our listeners, and we love to hear from you. So if you have any questions, please send it to bookshark.com slash podcast, and we might feature your question here on this episode. In the meantime, we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Homeschool Your Way, a podcast by Bookshark. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening now so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you have questions you'd like the hosts to answer or have any feedback about the podcast, please visit bookshark.com slash podcast to leave your comments. Or you can simply email podcast at bookshark.com. 